the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this, 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 this is 95X WXRO Beaverdam, a good karma brand's radio station. Wake up with 95X. Hi, what can I do for you? You gotta ask yourself one question. Oh yeah, what's that? Do I feel lucky? Say what? Well, do you punk? It is your lucky day because today is National Bingo Day. Bingo! Bingo what bingo? Bingo! Celebrate National Bingo Day by finding a local bingo hall for a day of gaming. Happy National Bingo Day. Bingo! Showtime! You're listening to the 95X Morning Show. Well, good morning, all. Glad to have you with us, and welcome on in. The weekend is past Saturday, a dreary, rainy, yucky day. Yesterday, not so bad, a little bit cooler, a little bit windy, but still, overall, a pretty nice-looking day. Ready for a week of not super hot temperatures? I think that's going to be the general rule of thumb this week. It looks like a nice kind of ending to the month of June, because... By the, by the way, Friday is the 1st of July. Yeah, today is the 27th of the 6th of the 22. This is The Morning Show, broadcasting from the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios and streaming live on DailyDodge.com. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios, streaming live on DailyDodge.com, this is 95X. Speaking of streaming, going to be a busy week for our Daily Dodge TV streaming crew. Because we are going to be presenting for you Beaverdam Post 146 White Construction American Legion Baseball Action. Presented by Columbus Family Dental, Hometown Glass and Improvement, and the Beaverdam Unified School District. We'll have our first game coming up tomorrow. 5.50 pregame show, 6 o'clock first pitch. Watertown versus Beaverdam Post 146 White Construction. And then on Thursday, our next game. This Thursday, June 30th, same time, 5.50 pregame, 6 o'clock first pitch. This time it'll be Columbus versus Beaverdam, post 146 white construction. By the way, did not have a chance to address this. Just want to say a big thank you to everybody who partook in the Good Karma Brands John Moser Children's Radiothon last week, Thursday into Friday. We ended on such a great note and then I was whisked away to uh, take care of a brat fry right away on Friday. So I didn't have a chance to uh, hang around and say thank you to everybody out there. If you called in with a bid, if you donated something, if you gave some money, if you're a store that did some kind of a roundup promotion to raise money for, we appreciate it. Seriously, it was a great, great 27 hours. And again, I'm going to stand by what I've said all along. It's You literally blink and the time is done. And that's the way it felt again last week. So I know the organizations definitely thank you, folks. And uh, we do, too, here at uh, Good Karma Brand. So thank you, everybody. Thank you. Great Children's Radiothon this year. We'll check that forecast for you. A little laugh break coming up on 95X. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, streaming live on DailyDodge.com, this is 95X. Looking outside right now, it looks very pleasant. It looks very inviting. We should be set up outside right now, maybe doing the morning show. I mean, I would be fine with that. Yeah. How's your weekend? Good. Relaxing. Was it? Yeah. I mean, we came off a... Busy time. Yeah. Very busy uh, Thursday, Friday. So, uh, spent some time just 
hanging out. I spent hours just sitting on the front porch watching the world go by, enjoying the weather. That was me yesterday for, uh, well, let me rephrase that. So we had grandkids yesterday. Ah. And um, then after the grandkids left and went home, I had to run by my daughter and fix her garage door. Ah, okay. Because, you know, when you're a dad, you... That just stuff never mm-hmm. ends. And then we went home and sat on the front porch and just played cards. Finally, at about 6 o'clock last night. On uh, Saturday, I did something I've never done before. Oh, in the fun. rain. Played disc golf. Okay. So my uh, future son-in-law's, um, we'll call it a bachelor party, but it wasn't a party. It was right. a some guys getting together, eating some pizza, and playing disc golf in the rain. I can feel it today. I was going to say, that usually uh, affects the shoulders a little yeah. bit. Yeah. See, and I have, uh, I have something that I, I got to be really careful with my shoulder because I have a thing called impingement syndrome. Okay. And so I got to be careful, like, how much motion I go, especially overhand. If I right. try throwing a baseball over it, I can't do it anymore, which, which really sucks. Because, you know, I got two grandkids that I want to be able to, if they ever go in to play baseball or softball, I want to be able to play catch with them, right? Right. I, I can't, overhead, I can't do it. I can, like, underhand, I can kind of do it. But So anyways, I was, uh, I was very, very careful not to throw my shoulder out. Right. And found out that I, I had the highest score. So that means I win, right? Uh, sure. Well, no, I think it's like regular golf. No, it's uh, it's a lowest score wins. <laughs> but you know what? It's not about winning or losing in that situation. No, you're it's, just having a good time. It's getting soaked with a bunch of people and laughing and yucking it up, and that's that's at the end of the day the most important thing. Do you think you get out there and play it again sometime? Yes, I will. I will tell you this. My wife, after whatever, uh, was joking about how bad I was. My wife's like, I suppose you don't want to do this again. I'm like, no, we can. We we're look we're always looking for stuff to do mm-hmm. that we can that's that's like something outdoorsy that's healthy like going for a walk right um, and now we're just going to do something that's a little bit competitive yeah I think I'll do it again yeah I think I'm gonna gonna order myself some uh, golf discs there you go so that we can uh, start traveling around and doing that which are some, uh, luckily a lot cheaper than golf clubs correct. Correct. Although I did find out they are, you can't lose them. Oh yeah. Yeah, we we lucked out because there was there was some really tall stuff that our discs landed in, and somehow miraculously we found them, which was amazing. Yeah, it doesn't always happen. Yeah. So we 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 went through the uh, day with unscathed on losing discs. Good. Ninja's going to update us on everything news related next. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. Beaverdam and Horicon, or online at pdpdentist.com. It's the morning show. I listen every morning. Funny, upbeat. Much better than coffee. On 95X. We head over to the Daily Dodge News Center for this local news update. Again, brought to you by Preferred Dental Partners of Beaverdam and Horicon. And yes, they are accepting new patients. Let's find out what's going on in news. Here is Justin Wilski. 
The Beaverdam Common Council recently accepted the donation of the property at 225 Front Street from Wells Fargo Bank. The owner of the property passed away and the bank held two unsuccessful auctions before offering it to the city. Mayor Becky Gluen indicated there has been interest from a local contractor in refurbishing the structure. Gluen says the city would also seek requests for proposals in the event that there were other interested parties. An agreement is being drawn up to shield Beaverdam from any potential liability. Jobless claims in the region saw little movement in the month of May. The State Department of Workforce Development says the unemployment rate in Dodge County was 2.4% in the fifth month of 2022. That's down a tenth of a percent from April. Last year, the figure was 3.3%. Dodge County fell four spots in the statewide unemployment ranking to 16th. And Democrats at the state party convention in La Crosse over the weekend were vocal in their condemnation of Friday's decision by the U.S. Supreme Court to overturn Roe v. Wade. Governor Tony Evers said if he's reelected in November, he will offer clemency to anyone convicted under Wisconsin's 1849 law, which criminalizes abortion. Wisconsin Republicans accused Democrats of pandering to their base on the abortion issue. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Justin, uh, today's news was brought to you by Preferred Dental Partners of Beaver Dam and Horicon. And yes, they are accepting new patients. What uh, what month were you born? Uh, October. You're Oh, yeah, that's right. You're another one of us. Yes. We have a lot of October birthdays we here. Do. It's been that way ever since I got here, um, where the, I don't want to say the vast majority, but a huge percentage of our staff had October birthdays. Well, if you've got a birthday this month, in other words, in June, be grateful. Not for the gifts you get, just the fact that you were born in June. Okay. Somebody, I don't know who won, who did this, somebody polled thousands of people and asked which month is the best month to have a birthday. June was the number one answer with 18% of the vote. July came in a close second at 16%. Warmer months, in general, did better. May is the third best month for birthdays, with 9% then August, then April, then September, then October. The five months that finished last, November, December, January, February, and March. It's interesting, because those five months finished last in just about everything for me. Yeah, I, I can understand that. I'm surprised uh, December wasn't just rock bottom, because with Christmas in there, having a birthday in the same month can be really tough. Yeah, I always felt bad for those kids. Yeah, and I've got two of them plus a wife. <laughs> oh, are they, all bur- are they all Christmas babies? Yeah. Yeah, two of the kids and the wife. The other one's July, so she is fine. She feels So you literally it. have three people that live in your household that were born on Christmas? Uh, yeah, in the same month as Christmas. Um, two of them within a couple of days. One the 20th, and then the wife the 22nd. Uh, the oldest is the fourth, so at least she's got a span. She's got of time. a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that stinks. Yeah, it hits the pocketbook sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're adorable, so we'll let it go. Right. Well, exactly. Exactly. I, I have to say that I like my birthday in October. Mm-hmm. Um, mine's at the very end of October. So it's kind of like all of the hurrahs are out. By the time they get around to my birthday. Because so many people have birthdays early in the month mm-hmm. or in the middle part of the month that all of a sudden it's almost November. Like literally a day away from November. And everybody's already, their mind is already gone to November. So it's kind of like I just kind of sneak in right, right before the 
uh, right before the month of November, which is one of the worst months to have a birthday in, apparently. So anything anything big on your uh, docket for this week? We've got uh, a long weekend coming up this weekend. Yeah, long weekend coming up this weekend. Uh, this week we got, uh, I believe, Legion Baseball on the docket for Daily Dodge TV. Tomorrow, tomorrow. and again on Thursday. Um, do we have it on Thursday as well? Yeah. That's what the schedule says. Oh. It says, um, Watertown at Beaver Dam tomorrow, the mm-hmm. 28th. And then Columbus at Beaverdam on Thursday the 30th. I, I missed that one. Okay, good to know. So, so two Legion games right, this week. Right, so, so I'm, glad that we, yeah. I'm glad that we told you that, Justin, <laughs> so you know where you got to be. Yeah, yeah, that's good to know. Um, and then other than that, uh, no, just uh, working on some video stuff here around the office, getting a few things uh, tidied up and packed away. Got to try and get all the video from Radiothon uploaded. We tried to uh, seg- segment out each hour with our different organizations, so that they can uh, go back and watch their featured half or their featured hour if they so desire. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a busy week for all that. Looking forward to Fourth of July. We'll be doing video for that again with uh, Amy Hudson and Thomas out there. Oh, at Columbus in Columbus, yeah, right. for the parade. And uh, of course, the kids are excited because we always go out there for the fireworks. I have not. I have not seen fireworks in years. I saw some last night from my kitchen window, sat in my dining room, and I could see out over the uh, uh, Celebrate Wapan festivities that sure. were happening, and I uh, got to enjoy the fireworks there. Yeah, I mean, it's not that I'm anti-fireworks, it's just that, for me, I, I want to be able to watch fireworks away from it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can find a great location where you're not like in the middle of all the people, that's where I want to be to watch fireworks. I think one of the best fireworks uh, celebrations that I really enjoyed was a few years ago. Um, we went out and did video of the fireworks over Beaver Dam Lake. And where we were was at the bridge over by Bayside. So it was quiet. You get to watch all the lights go off. Sure. You know, you didn't have to hear a lot of the booms or anything. I think we, that, that's one of the last ones that I remember going to yeah. was exactly what you're talking about, was near the bridge right. over by Bayside. Yeah. All right. Well, let's find out what's going on as far as South Central Wisconsin weather. Here's a look at your weatherology forecast. Mostly sunny skies here for today with a high in the mid-70s. Winds out of the northwest around 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear, low near 55. Tuesday, a slight chance for showers and storms late. Blend of clouds and sunshine develops high around 80. And Wednesday, mostly sunny, high around 81. The meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki. And your home for today's best music, 95X. Currently, it's 55. Tires proudly supports their community. If it's interesting, interesting, entertaining, entertaining, or extra wacky, you're having a psychotic episode. Automatically puts me in charge. You'll hear it right here. It's the morning trifecta from 95X. All right, here comes your morning trifecta. Some of the stories that are being talked about today, brought to you by JL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown, and also in Johnson Creek. Well, Russia is set to default on its foreign currency sovereign debt after bondholders reported the Kremlin missed two payments late Sunday. According to the Wall Street Journal, uh, why does this matter? Well, this is the foreseeable outcome of sanctions imposed due to the invasion of Ukraine. Even though Russia had successfully pushed off the inevitable for months, for now, the default is mostly notable for its symbolism. 
as Russia's first foreign debt default since 1918, reflecting the country's international pariah status and crumbling economy. Russian officials have struggled with payments on $40 billion of outstanding bonds since the U.S. and allies moved to impose sanctions on the country after the whole invasion thing back in February. Although the deadline passed for Russian officials to meet a 30-day grace period on interest payments that were originally due back on May 27th, could be a while before a default is confirmed. I I don't know what this all means 100%, but it can't be good long-term for Russia to have this going down. And you got to believe that eventually people are going to start getting ticked off enough where... Yeah, you just hope. You just hope. Well, the U.S. Supreme Court on Thursday ruled in favor of a Georgia death row prisoner seeking to die by firing squad, which is not one of the state's approved methods of execution. The state only is available method of execution is lethal, but that can bring undue pain and suffering because the man's veins are severely compromised and unsuitable for sustained intravenous access. He said there's also an increased risk that the sedative used in George's lethal injection protocol won't render him unconscious because of his longtime use of prescription drugs to treat back pain. By the way, there are four states that have the use of firing squad as an approved method of execution. They are Mississippi, Oklahoma, Utah, and South Carolina. No surprise there. And unwilling to let another historic item pass out of its hands, NASA has intervened in the auction of some dead cockroaches. What? Listen up. Boston-based RR Auction was offering 40 milligrams of moon dust collected during the 1969 Apollo 11 mission that had been fed to and then extracted from cockroaches as well as three cockroach carcasses in a lot expected to sell for about $400,000. That is until NASA caught wind of the plan. Nearly 50 pounds of lunar rock was brought to Earth at the conclusion of Apollo 11. Then that moon dust was fed to various creatures in a test of toxicity. University of Minnesota etymologist Marion Brooks, tasked with dissecting and studying the German cockroaches who'd been fed moon dust, saw no ill effects. And afterwards, she displayed the dead cockroaches, moon dust taken from the stomachs, and microscopic slides in her home. NASA says it was unaware that Brooks' daughter sold the items, as well as Brooks's notes, for $10,000 back in 2010 which was just three years after her mom's death. NASA told the auction house that all Apollo samples belonged to NASA and no person, university, or other entity, nor was permission ever given. The auction house halted bidding until the clear title of the cockroaches and their ingested moon dust can be determined. Samples of moon dust from the same mission have been sold legitimately for over $500,000. That is your morning trifecta. The morning trifecta, again, brought to you by the good folks at J&L Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 Bypass in Watertown, and also in Johnson Creek. Okay. 
Enough moon dust, enough cockroach carcasses. Let's get on to our kicking it classic, because it was this day, back in 1991, that this song was a top five song on its way to eventually becoming number one. So I kind of felt like today should be a 1991 day. Kicking a classic EMF. Where your new career awaits you. Wake up with 95X. I listen in the morning the most. Get you going. You know, find out what's going on. Great to listen to. Today's best music, 95X. Hey, it's time for weather, and our weather today being brought to you by Menards. You know, you can save big money at Menards on so many things, and you can find just about everything you could possibly need out of Menards. Seriously. You find things out there that you're like, I didn't know they had this. And then, of course, you find the stuff that you always need. Let's see. Last time I went to Menards, what did I buy? Oh, candy, because it's there. That was one of the things I bought. I don't even remember the last thing, because I go there so often. I just buy stuff all the time from Menards. Jennifer is joining us right now. It's been a long time since we've said hi to Jennifer. Hi there. Good morning. Yeah, I guess maybe we didn't talk on Thursday when I was in either, right? No, no. We we were in the midst of the children's radiothon. I forgot to send you guys a message about that. Okay. And um, yeah, we had a, another banner year. Uh, Good. Over one hundred and thirty-one thousand dollars raised for. Fantastic. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. The Good Karma Brands, John Moser Children's Radiothon. And I understand that your um, wisdom teeth surgery went pretty darn successful as well. It really did, yeah. I mean, it wasn't as it wasn't as terrible as I thought it was, but uh, it was funny because, like, um, when I went there, they gave me, like, the like just the nose mask to, like, kind of calm my nerves and everything. And they're talking to me, and um, they're putting heart monitors on me. And uh, they have to take some of my blood, which is not something I ever look for. Like, I actually get anxiety about it. Okay. So you could hear on the heart monitor, my heart's starting to race. They're like, oh, my gosh, are you okay? I was just like, well, clearly the gas isn't helping. Uh, <laughs> it's not calming me down. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, overall, it wasn't bad. It was super fast. Uh, my husband had asked beforehand, he's like, do you want me to take a video of you afterwards in case, like, you do something? Cause, uh, and I was just like, ah, oh, yeah, let's do it. And I completely remember it. I don't remember, like, falling asleep. I, they, they didn't tell me to, like, count back, or, or maybe they did. I don't remember that. Because everyone I've asked, they're like, oh, I remember, like, starting to count. Right. And I don't know where I ended. I don't remember counting at all. Um, but I remember like waking up and coming out of it. And so my husband, we got, I got to the car and my husband's like, okay, you know, do you want me to do the video? I was just like, yeah, it'll be kind of funny. Cause like I have gauze in my mouth. So I sound ridiculous. Um, and so he took a video. It's just him asking me questions and me reacting to that. And I was just like, all right, I'm done. I'm really tired. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't do anything goofy, right? No, I looked goofy, but I, it was just because I, like, I was trying not to fall back asleep in the car, and I sounded goofy because of the gauze in my mouth. But no, like, I, I wasn't saying, like, oh, like, you know, I want to be on Ellen or something. <laughs> right. Like, you know, it, no, it wasn't anything ridiculous, which I was very grateful for. I do understand, though, that you cornered the market on mashed potatoes. <laughs> I made, like, a five-pound bag of mashed potatoes prior to... So that I didn't have to like, so my husband didn't have to do it, or I didn't have to do it like during, and because you have to eat, 
um, with some, or I had to eat on some of the medications. Right. They're like, you know, don't do it. You'll have like upset stomach. You'll get really nauseous and all this stuff. And I was like, great, cool. Um, so I was like, I ate the whole five pound mashed potatoes in like three days. <laughs> I OD'd on them. It was, I was so many potatoes. And like, I love potatoes. They're amazing. But like when that's all you can eat, it's not fun. No, no. I hope you didn't get sick of them. I did, like, but by the next day, like, my stomach, because, like, I'm I'm vegan, so I eat, like, a lot of vegetables, and so, you know, just starchy potatoes, my body is not used to something like that. So by the next day, my body was just kind of like, you need something else in you. Right. If not greens, then just literally anything else than just this stuff. Yeah. So I ended up making, so for anyone who's, want, who's getting their wisdom teeth taken out, what I found worked for me, which took me forever to eat, was I took, like, a tortilla and, like, refried beans. I put refried beans in it, put the tor- uh, like put, folded up the tortilla like kind of like a quesadilla but like a beanadilla is what I called it. Okay. And then fried it up a little bit and then I just, you know, made I chewed it in like with my front teeth, which takes forever because that's not what your front teeth are for. Right. Um but yeah, so that helped with like mixing up with the with the mashed potatoes for sure. Cuz the other thing I thought of as you were talking about this, the other thing that a person could have done is you literally could have made baby food. You literally could have taken carrots or peas or whatever vegetable you like and ground it up and then just mixed it in with your potatoes. At least getting the vitamins from that stuff, you know yeah. what I mean? But it, it, yeah. that's, that's I don't know. I feel like that would be a little bit a little bit too I much. Don't know. I would, I would probably, it would, I feel like it would gross me out a little bit more. Probably would. Like I had like applesauce, I made pudding, um, you know, so I had like other things, but like if I wanted, you know, applesauce and pudding not too substantial. So if I wanted something to feel like I actually was eating, the potatoes definitely made it. Yeah. But it was so gross though. So like, I think the stitches they put in your mouth are like, they, they're hard at first because, you know, they need to stay in place and all that stuff. So I was like, I wasn't really feeling them. And then I got to, because I had it done last, not this past weekend, the weekend before on Saturday. And then by Thursday, they like softened. I was telling you, they softened enough that like they were like moving around so much, like it was ha- like constant hair in the back of my mouth. Oh, it was disgusting. Yeah. And I was working, and I'm like, and I talk for a living, so like it wasn't an option not to move my mouth. Oh man, <laughs> oh so gross. That <laughs> <laughs> was terrible. Well, we're glad you're back, and you're you're back. It looks like for a nice round of some weather. We went through <laughs> some some heat last week, uh, a couple of the days where it got pretty darn hot, but now it looks like we're setting ourselves up for a, a pretty good final week of June. Yeah, you know, it's actually not too bad. I mean, it's definitely going to be essentially kind of summer, but not like oppressive summer for sure. Today, we're looking at a beautiful way to start off the week. Mostly sunny highs around about the mid-70s. We should be around about 81, lower 80s, so not too bad. Uh, tonight, mostly clear, low near 55. 80 here for already for your day Tuesday. Chance for showers and storms in the afternoon with a blend of clouds and sunshine developing. Um, we are right on the southern edge of a marginal risk for severe weather, so we'll see if that if that moves at all for tomorrow, So, but definitely something we'll keep you posted on. Wednesday, sunny skies, high around 81 degrees, 88 on Thursday. This will be our warmest day with a slight chance for rain in the afternoon, better chance for rain in the evening hours. Friday, just a slight chance for rain, cloudy, more of an average day with a high of 81. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki. Oh, fantastic, Jennifer. Thank you so much for that weather forecast. And again, welcome back. Glad you're feeling good. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Uh, We'll talk to you later. There's Jennifer with a look at the weather forecast. Yeah, she said that to me off air about when they started to dissolve, it felt like she had hair in the back of her mouth. And I'm like, you know, that's one of the most annoying things you can feel. One of those things that just absolutely drives you crazy is when you get a hair, right? And you can't get it out. Or if like you got like a popcorn kernel stuck in a tooth 
and you don't have floss nearby, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Anything like that with teeth, man, could be so annoying. Rody Telez blasted a pair of two-run homers as the Brewers took down the Blue Jays 10-3 on Sunday at American Family Field. It's a day where, you know, I think the offense really picked us up and gave us a great cushion. I mean, it was, you know, up and down the lineup that, that obviously Rowdy had the big day, but up and down the lineup, a lot of guys did good things. They carried us today, and they made it, they made the pitchers' jobs, you know, much easier today. That's manager Craig Council. The crew takes today off. They open up a three-game set in Tampa on Tuesday night. Wynn gives Milwaukee a one-game lead over St. Louis in the National League Central as the Cubs down the Cardinals 6-5 and 10. Pirates fell to the Rays 4-2, and the Reds pounded the Giants 10-3. The Colorado Avalanche claimed the NHL Stanley Cup for the third time in franchise history as they beat Tampa Bay 2-1 in Game 6 of the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. Chase Elliott won the NASCAR Cup Series race in Nashville on Sunday. Xander Shawfleet takes the Travelers Championship on the PGA Tour, and Ole Miss wins the College Baseball World Series. Houston's Ford senior Riley Colleen has been named honorable mention All-State in girls soccer by the Wisconsin Soccer Coaches Association. Colleen was also a unanimous all-flyway conference pick for Houston Dodgeland. Wapons American Legion baseball team dropped a 9-7 decision to Laconia Sunday night. Post 210 will host Rippin at 6.30 tonight at the Gus. While the Watertown American Legion baseball team swept four games in Marinette over the weekend, stopping Gladstone 5-3, Menominee 4-2, Escanaba 9-1, and Marquette 12-4 to win the championship. Six Beaver Dam area youth girls hockey players are part of the Madison-based Wisconsin Wildcats that won the AAA Letterman Cup in Blaine, Minnesota over the weekend with wins over teams from North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. Audrey Lant and Addie Hookstra were on the 14U squad, Brenna Rhodes in the 12U squad, while Alana Haney, Addison Mueller, and Ellie Rhodes competed on the 10U championship team. That is your DailyDodge.com sports update. I'm Wade Bates. What's happening in Hollywood? I am going to Hollywood. Movie stardom is just so hollow. Welcome to Hollywood. What's your dream? This is entertainment news from the 95X Morning Show. All right, let's get to it. It is time for us to check out the world of entertainment brought to you by JL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown and also in Johnson Creek. Well, Sharon Stone has suffered nine miscarriages. She just revealed it. Earlier this week, the 64-year-old actress commented on a People Instagram post featuring an exclusive interview with uh, PETA Murgatroyd, who recently opened up about losing a pregnancy while her husband was in the Ukraine. Quote, we as females don't have a forum to discuss the profundity of the loss. I lost nine children by miscarriage. Stone said. Now, she is the mother of three, three sons through adoption. Quinn, Laird, and Rowan. She said, it is no small thing, physically nor emotionally, yet we are made to feel it is something to bear alone and secretly with some kind of sense of failure. Instead of receiving the much-needed compassion and empathy and healing, which we also need. Female health and wellness left to the care of the male ideology has become lax at best, ignorant in fact, and violently oppressive in effort. By the way, in that interview, Murgatroyd went on to talk about how she suffered through her uh, her own miscarriage. Um, And 
part of the reason was was because of COVID. She didn't realize she was pregnant at first and then got COVID. And then the doctor announced that you're pregnant. And instead of getting excited, he said, but you already lost the baby. So she's uh, dealt with it on her own as well. Remember the name Travis Scott? Yeah. He is now getting dragged for his latest purchase. A $5.5 million luxury car. In fact, the family of a nine-year-old who died at Astroworld says it's not a good look. Bob Hillard, the attorney for the family of Ezra Blount, tells TMZ, Ezra would still be alive today enjoying his summer if Travis would have spent half of what he paid for that Bugatti on simple safety measures at the Deadly Music Festival. Ezra was trampled at Astroworld sued Travis before he died from his injuries, and Travis recently splurged on a new Bugatti Varen Supersport, despite the mountain of lawsuits he's facing. So he bought a supercar. He bought a supercar while other people are still suing him for the loss of their children or family members because of the trampling. While Ezra's attorney says Travis has every right to live life as he sees fit, including buying what he wants, Hillard rips Travis's choices as excessive and says everything Travis does should be questioned because of what happened at Astroworld. Ezra's lawyers also have some choice words for Travis's camp, ripping them for trying to make Travis look good with a $5.5 million car in his driveway as the Astroworld litigation heats up. No word back from Travis's reps. I mean, it is his right. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's his money to spend on stuff, but, uh, I mean, that's only a $2.4 million car. Well, it says here a $5.5 million car. He must have had a lot of add-ons then. Yeah, he. it says here it's the Bugatti uh, Veyron Siren, C-H-I-R-O-N, Super Sport. So, it's a nice-looking car. Mm-hmm. Speaking of cars, I thought I'd, I might as well follow that story up with this story. Ben Affleck allowed his 10-year-old son to get behind the wheel of a Lamborghini. And his son promptly backed it into a BMW. Samuel Affleck jumped into the driver's seat with the engine running and shifted the Lamborghini into reverse. That was a quarter-million-dollar mistake. Paparazzi got it all on video. Of course they did. Photos from the scene show the back bumper kissing the driver's side panel of the BMW. Ben and Samuel and future stepmom Jennifer Lopez stepped out to view the damage. The dealer told TMZ that the cars were close together, but this wasn't... A fender bender, however, the video does not lie. He hit the car with a car. So it is what it is. It is a car hitting another car. There's going to be damage. You don't bump into a car without causing damage, especially when you're talking about cars that are worth a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. By the way, the Lamborghinis, I think, I don't think they, it looks to me like they're SUVs. It was looked like one SUV bumping into another SUV. Yeah, they're like the weird crossover type. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, Prince Harry. He uh, obviously not in a royal role anymore, but he still remains super close to Queen Elizabeth. In fact, there is a closeness there between Harry and the Queen that I don't know if any other royal family member has. Throughout the whole departure of him and Meghan leaving and everything like that, Harry and the Queen still have a special bond together. And they point And they point back to 2016 when, you know, Harry is the person that, that uh, is like the face of the Invictus Games. It's the games for, it's a Paralympic-style games. All right? And everybody's talking about how Harry was able to get the Queen to do like a promo, like a television promo for the Invictus Games, where he sat on the couch next to her and he showed her, he was like looking at something on the phone and he showed it to his grandmother. And um, from what experts are saying, Harry just asks her and she's like, okay. Now, obviously there's a a line here because Mm -hmm. she's still queen and she's got to be the monarch. But apparently she's got a real super soft spot for Harry. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, she's still also a grandmother. Correct. You know? And there's a part of me that takes great joy in thinking that there's ever a time where she'll, like, reach into her bag and pull out, like, a hard candy and hand it to him or right. something. You know, exactly. Typical grandma type yeah. stuff. Yeah. Grandma maneuver. Grandma maneuver. Um, did you know that John Lennon had an affair on Yoko Ono? I did not. I... I saw this story this morning, and I was like, what? And the thing is, Yoko was the one that originally set it up. So there's a new book out um, and a new documentary that's showing at the Tribeca Film Festival. It's called The Lost Weekend, A Love Story. Back in 1970, John and Yoko hired an assistant by the name of May Pang. And the film narrated by May was from her point of view, claims that she initially met John and Yoko when she was 19 years old and she was a starting a job at the Beatles Music Company in New York. Well, they liked her, so they asked her to become their personal assistant. And so they worked together for a few years. That was until one morning in 1973 when Yoko allegedly insisted that May go on a date with John. Because John apparently had made mention to Yoko that he found May very attractive and was drawn to her. Hmm. And Yoko apparently believes in the whole let's be open, right? Well, John apparently started a fling with her. That lasted, are you ready for this? 18 months. And it got so intense that John said he was falling in love with her. They started to send out Christmas cards to close friends, the two of them. And then all of a sudden, Yoko was like, I got to do something about this because if not, I'm going to be left out of the picture. So she fought hard. To get John back. And obviously she did. And I don't know what happened to May after that, but uh, they apparently had an 18-month fling. Never, ever did I hear that. Yeah. Apparently uh, May went on to write two books, 
Uh, one came out in 1983 called Loving John. Right. And uh, another one called Instamatic Karma that came out in 2008. She was married to a music producer, uh, Tony Visconti. So she was married. She did get married to somebody then. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this, this was a yeah. shock to me. I mean, I've seen some pictures from when she was younger, and, uh, I mean, she was a very attractive young lady. Yes, she was. So I, I can't say I'm necessarily surprised by the attraction. Correct. But, uh... The fact that wow. Yoko kind of initially set it up. It's a very weird set of circumstances yeah. there. But, that again, they probably had one of them, their open relationships, right? Ah, he's retiring. Kind of a bummer. Who's retiring? Well, probably, I I will say it, he is, without a doubt, one of the biggest Academy Award nominees in history. He um, has 52 nominations over his career. Walt Disney is number one in nominations with 59. So this guy is right behind him. Uh, Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, here it is. Now do you know who I'm talking about? Yep. Yeah, you're talking about John Williams. John Williams. Yeah. He is ready. He is now ready to retire from scoring films after he is done. He says when he's done with the Indiana Jones 5, he's going to be retired. He's 90 years old. He said, quote, at the moment, I'm working on Indiana Jones 5, which Harrison Ford, who's quite a bit younger than I am, I think he has announced that this will possibly be his last film. So I thought, well... If Harrison can do it, then perhaps I can do it as well. Now, to be clear, Harrison has not made a public announcement about this being his last film. And also, to be clear, John Williams is not retiring completely from music. He's currently working with his pianist, Emmanuel Axe, on an album. Look at the scores he's given us. This one... Which I think he says is his all-time favorite. Yeah. I Personally, mean, I think he said that... Star Wars is amazing. The Star Wars uh, uh, score is his favorite. He also did the score for Jaws, mm-hmm. which we can argue quite possibly made that movie what it was. Yeah. Yeah, the suspense that came from that music. You hear that and... Oh. Yeah. He did the first two Jurassic Park movies. Mm-hmm. He did three Harry Potter movies. He did mm-hmm. Superman. He did E.T. And he did the first two Home Alone movies. Yeah. Like I say, he has uh, been nominated 52 times for Oscars. He's won five. He's won four Golden Globes. And he's won 25 Emmys. And I'm just looking at the list of movies. You know, Even the ones that are kind of one-off, like... Soundtrack for Schindler's List, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Right. I mean, massive stuff there. Memoirs of a Geisha, Saving Private Ryan. Unbelievable. Absolutely amazing. The stuff he did. What a career! What an amazing career. You know who? You kind of start to wonder who is going to be the next John Williams. 
I mean, there's somebody out there that's going to be. Yeah. But who is it going to be? Who's going to be anointed the next big John Williams? And lastly, in the world of entertainment, Henry Winkler has become a dancing machine. You're a TikTok guy. Right. So he is on TikTok right now, thanks to his six grandkids. But he has one important rule, and one rule that he has to follow, and that is no F-words. Henry said, quote, I am only a TikTok star because my granddaughter, India, said, Papa, you have to make a video. We threw a lot of songs out because I said, I cannot have F-words in my music. He said he doesn't have a lot of requests, but that was one of them. He's overdue to give us another dancing TikTok with his grandkids because he hasn't posted since the beginning of January. But everybody loved his TikToks and has been enjoying his TikTok dancing since then. He's such a fun guy. He is a cool dude. Always was, always will be. A Arthur Fonzarelli. Um, we're going to get to news coming up in a couple of minutes, but, you know, we do have to take a minute to um, look at a great business like Great Harvest in downtown Beaver Dam and realize all the great things that they're doing and all the great bakery that they make on a daily basis. Yeah, they do a great job. You know, I love the fact that they have the scone of the day, they do muffins, tea cakes, they do cookies, they do bars, and every day it's something different. If you want to see the complete rundown, you can go to their website or to their Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, today is raspberry cream cheese for the scone of the day. Ooh. It's pumpkin chocolate chip for muffins. The cookie of the day today is either sugar or the classic chocolate chip cookie. And they got brownies for their bar of the day. By the way, uh, all month long, you can get free coffee until 10 a.m. Just swing on by. Grab yourself a loaf of bread or something else to eat, maybe a quick breakfast sandwich, and they'll set you up with a free cup of coffee at Great Harvest. And I think today is also the day that, isn't it like Double Points Day or something like that? Uh, Mondays, yeah. Yeah, Mondays are Double Points Day. You can find out more by going to 128 Front Street or greatharvestbeaverdam.com. You'll enjoy all of the treats. You will enjoy the pepperoni rolls, the great fresh homemade bread. And remember, there's a reason that everybody's going to Great Harvest? It's because it's made with stuff that you can actually pronounce. Flour, eggs, milk, yeast, water, nothing else. They grind their own, man. Great Harvest Bakery, downtown Beaver Dam. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95... From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, streaming live on DailyDodge.com, this is 95X. Going to have some Legion baseball for you. Coming up tomorrow and Thursday, check it out on Daily Dodge TV. Two games, not one, but two games. Brought to you by Columbus Family Dental. Also brought to you by the good folks at uh, the Beaver Dam Unified School District. Doing this off the top of my head. I shouldn't have done that. And also by Hometown Glass and Improvement. So tomorrow it'll be Watertown versus Beaver Dam Post 146 White Construction. And on Thursday, it'll be Columbus versus Beaver Dam Post White uh, 146 White Construction. Both games 550 pregame, 6 o'clock first pitch. So working remotely. I never had an opportunity to try it. 
I'd like to try it someday. I really would. I'd like to try working remotely. I'd like to see how well it works to be able to like be in your own environment and doing a job. The Icelandic airline Iceland Air just created an index of the best destinations for people looking to travel to and best destinations to work remotely from. Believe it or not, the number one destination, Kansas City, Missouri, followed by Vienna, Austria second, then Wellington, New Zealand, Copenhagen, Denmark, and Edinburgh, Scotland. Kansas City, the number one place to work from home from. That's kind of a little bit of a shock. By the way, the capital city of Reykjavik in Iceland did pretty well, too, at 12. Just one spot ahead of Cleveland. Like as in Cleveland, Ohio? Well, that's interesting. I had a dream. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, streaming live on DailyDodge.com, this is 95X. I saw this on TV last week, and I was wondering why we never had a story on it, and now all of a sudden it comes out. So I don't know how you feel about Amazon Electra. Electra. Alexa. Um, sometimes it's kind of creepy when you're having a conversation, and all of a sudden Alexa pipes up in the middle of a conversation, and that's just because, you know, you said a key word. How would you feel if all of a sudden Amazon Electra, I said it again, Alexa, um, speaks to you in the voice of, say, a dead relative, like maybe your grandma passed away, and all of a sudden you're hearing her words? Well, all Alexa in the future is going to need is a short recording of that person's voice. And then it will use special software to mimic the voice. And get this, you can even use an old voice recording of a deceased relative, and uh, Alexa will mimic it. So could you imagine having your Alexa be the voice of somebody that some family member, somebody that you loved that passed away. I'm okay, so I'm creeped out by that. That that's not something that I would want. But I'm guessing there are people out there that probably there are some people out there that maybe would actually want to have something like that. Eh, that goes a little too far for me. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. What's on your mind? I have some news I want to share. Want to hear it? Yeah, it kind of depends what the news is. Is it good news? Good news. Great, good news. That's good news. Great. That is good news. Good news. Let's hear it. All right, let's get to a little good news this morning. I love stories like this. Farmers in an organic farm community of Germany are part of a very radical experiment. They're growing potatoes, celery, other types of grass and wheat under Germany's biggest solar installation. What? Yeah, the panels were installed in 2016 at the cost of about $700,000. And they put them in to see if pairing elevated solar technology and farming could help struggling farmers diversify their revenue streams. A farmer's solar panels, are you ready for this? Run his farm, his cheese-making operation, and his milking machines, and 
Any surplus electricity that is brought in is fed back into the grid. A farmer in Colorado is growing 40 different crops under elevated solar panels in the largest commercial system in the United States. And as the climate warms, farmers and experts see agrophotovoltaics as a solution for the future, but with more research on how different crops respond to different weather events under the panels long term. So we've always talked about where to put solar panels. Now we find out where to put them. And this is pretty cool. Scientists have developed a revolutionary cancer treatment that lights up and wipes out microscopic cancer cells, which in turn enables surgeons to effectively target and destroy the disease. A multidisciplinary team of engineers, physicists, neurosurgeons, biologists, and immunologists from the UK, Poland, and Sweden designed a therapy that makes cancer cells glow in the dark. This helps surgeons remove more of the tumors and then kills off remaining cells within minutes after the surgery ends. In a world's first trial in mice with a blastoma type of cancer, which is a brain tumor, scans showed that even the tiniest cancer cells lit up. Trials showed the treatment triggered an immune response that could prime the immune system to target cancer cells, suggesting it could prevent these from coming back after surgery. Experts believe it will become the world's fifth major cancer treatment after surgery, chemotherapy, radiotherapy, and immunotherapy. Glow-in-the-dark cancer cells. That, my friends, is absolutely amazing. And we call that a little good news. All right, let's get Wade Bates in here to talk some sports. In sports, Rowdy Telez blasted a pair of two-run homers as the Brewers down the Blue Jays 10-3 on Sunday at American Family Field. Milwaukee takes today off. They open up a three-game set in Tampa Bay on Tuesday night. Colorado Avalanche claimed the NHL Stanley Cup for the third time in franchise history, downing Tampa Bay 2-1 last night in Game 6 of the Stanley Cup Finals. Jace Elliott won NASCAR's Cup Series race at Nashville, while Xander Schauffele won the Travelers' Championship on the PGA Tour. Houston's Ford's Riley Colleen has been named Honorable Mention All-State in Girls Soccer by the Wisconsin Soccer Coaches Association. Colleen was also a unanimous All-Flyway Conference pick for Houston Dodgeland. In American Legion Baseball on Sunday, Wapan dropped a 9-7 decision to Laconia. Post 210 hosts Ripon tonight at 6.30 at the Gus, while Watertown won four games up north, uh, taking the Marinette Tournament. That is your DailyDodge.com sports update. I'm Wade Bates. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios, streaming live on DailyDodge.com, this is 95X. So, there's two big stories coming out, or have come out, over the last couple of days in regards to future travel. One has to do with a brand new, um, I don't know what else to call it, dirigible, called the Airlander 10. In England, there are already about 1,800 new jobs that have been created as England is building 10 of these new environmentally friendly 100-passenger airships 
that will go into service with a Spanish airline starting in 2026. So we are only, what, four years away from this actually becoming reality. These hybrid air vehicles um, are kind of cool looking, I have to I have to admit. Air Nostrum is having 10 of these Airlander airships created. And these airships are able to fly because of helium. Now, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but hasn't helium been something that's been hard to find recently? Like short supplies? I don't know. Maybe they're able to figure it out. Anyways, um, so this company, this uh, hybrid air vehicle company, has said its aircraft are ideally suited for inner-city mobility applications. For example, going from Liverpool to Belfast. Or for folks here in the United States to go from, say, Seattle to Vancouver. Airlander says they can service a tiny fraction of the emissions of current air operations. The craft originally developed as a surveillance vehicle is designed to deliver a better future for sustainable aviation services and enable new transport networks. Now, what makes these things pretty cool is the fact that you're like floating in a big bubble because everywhere you look are windows. And you can sit comfortably in one of these. They go, I I was reading up on these, they go like 81 miles an hour. So they're not super, super, super fast, but they're as fast as what Amtrak would be. But you're floating up in the sky. Hopefully a nice, smooth experience in your own dirigible. And then we've got uh, flying cars coming. Yeah, we do have flying cars coming. Finally. I'm going to wait until everybody's around to talk about that. Because I am going to, I'm going to own one. I don't know how. Might have to mortgage the house, but I'm going to own one. Give you details on that coming up. This is 95X from the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios and streaming live on DailyDodge.com. Cheers to the ones that we got. Cheers to the wish you were here. But- know that for a while. Yeah. Well, I mean... Fair. They they helped when they were needed most, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely, for sure, yeah. Fantastic. So, uh, let's get into weather, then we'll get... No, before we get into weather... Wait a second, wait a second. I, I'm, put, I'm putting the cart in front of the horse here. Before we get to weather, we've got uh, something else to take care of. And that is uh, our next game. Ooh. And our game today... Yes. i got to see if I can find the... I know I had, uh, at some point, a music bed for it, but for some reason, it is escaping me. Maybe it accidentally got deleted. Uh, anyways. Yeah, there's our... There's, we're going to do a round... We're going to do a round of lightning trivia today. Oh, no. Lightning <laughs> trivia. You guys she was got, so excited for a second there, wasn't she? Yeah, she was very excited, and then I told her the game, and then she got less excited. <laughs> kind of disappointing. It's all right. Uh, Are you disappointed too, Thomas? Nope, I'm ready. You're ready. All I think right. Thomas is generally pretty good at this game. All right, here I we go. I studied lightning over the weekend. Did you really? Hey. How did that? How did that come about? Uh, you hit me with your best shot. As long as it's a lightning-related question, I should be able to answer it pretty well. All right, here we go. Question number one: In 1982, the first successful implant 
of a permanent artificial heart was performed. Who designed the artificial heart? An orangutan? An orangutan? His name, Robert Jarvik. Oh, Did you say an orangutan? He said an orangutan. Yeah, he like did. the orangutan invented it. I was yeah no I think I <laughs> like the whole species or it wasn't a lightning question. question. He got very confused. Right. <laughs> 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 he was invented by an orangutan. <laughs> oh, this is great orangutan! Wow, man, they're a lot smarter than we knew, right, Craig? I know, geez. But a thousand of them are room with typewriters. They'll invent a uh, artificial heart valve. Apparently. There you go. Apparently yeah. so. Uh, next one. Mikhail Gorbachev replaced what former Soviet leader in 1985? Oh, oh. Five. Slobodan yeah, Milosevic. Uh, Slobodan Milosevic no. was uh, unfortunately yeah. in a different part of the world. He was down there in uh, Macedonia and. That area, the Bosnia. The, the guy with the tattoo on his head. This was uh, Konstantin Chernyenko. Oh, Chernyenko. Chernyenko. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yikes. Next one. Ernest Hemingway set a world record for fishing in 1938 for what? The old man of the sea. He caught seven marlins in one day. Oh, oh wow. Good for him. Ah. The yeah. seas were angry that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Uh, next one. You guys are knocking these out of the park. And next one. Which pop diva... Madonna. ...became the first woman to win the Album of the Year Grammy Award twice... Paula in, Abdul. ...in 2016? Beyonce? Adele. Rihanna? Lady Gaga? Oh. Katy Perry. You guys were right around the right person. Taylor Swift. Oh. The correct answer. All right. Oh. Next question. Who jumped from the top of Houston's stadium to take the Super Bowl halftime show stage back in 2017? Oh, uh, Lady Gaga. Oh, Lady Gaga, like, the correct wait a answer. <laughs> Lady Gaga, the correct just answer. just we'd all get it wrong. Right. Uh, which 80s pop icon tragically died the day before the Grammys in 2012? Uh, 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 Bobby Brown's what? Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston, the correct answer. Oh. Which slain rap star was resurrected as a hologram at Coachella in 2012? Tupac. Uh, Tupac, uh, correct answer. Still have an issue with that one. Who was the first lad to leave One Direction in 2015? Oh, the one who sings that song. <laughs> wow. Harry Styles? Harry nope. Styles. It Zane, Zane Malik was the first uh, to lead. Zane. Is Harry Styles even in One Direction? He was. Or was he? He okay. was. Yes, he was. <laughs> like, am I thinking of the right group? Yeah. You're, you're bad, right. You just, just, the wrong, you just had the wrong person. Uh, which rapper mogul launched the title streaming service in 2015? Jay-Z. Jay-Z, the correct answer. Uh, what does www stand for in the website browser? World Wide Web. World Wide Web. Hey, How long one. is an Olympic swimming pool in meters? 30? 50? No. 50, the correct answer. What countries made up the original Axis powers in World War II? Axis. Uh, that Germany, Germany. Italy, Germany. Russia. Japan. Russia. German, Italy, and Japan. Uh, Russia actually was the good guys. Remember, mm. for a short nope. time they were the good, they were, they were yeah, the good guys. Well, yeah. Uh, what country do you find the cities of Perth and Adelaide? 
Australia. Australia. Uh, what is cynophobia? C Y N O phobia. Fear of yellow? No. Fear of I know this one. Fear of the band Tesla. No. Fear of a, a direction? It's actually the fear of dogs. Really? Yeah, I don't oh, know what, what right. Sino would be. C-Y-N-O. Huh. I don't know if... if anyways. Um, what is the largest totally freshwater lake in the world? Largest. Lake Superior? Lake Superior, yeah. the correct answer. And la- How far away from a storm can lightning strike? That's a Craig answer. Uh, Craig, three Craig? kilometers. Uh, three kilometers. Everybody what, knows that. What What happened with the What happened with the studying of lightning? I, uh, uh, <laughs> did so you uh, close? Three kilometers? Yeah. No. One point twenty one gigawatts. One point eight miles. That's how far away from a storm lightning can strike. You think? Twenty miles. Up to twenty five miles. Twenty five. Right. Wow. It's like away from an actual storm. So like yeah. like a bolt from the blue can I go, go up to 25 miles away. Wow. Craig, you... Your studying was bad. I yeah, know. I was... <laughs> maybe it was white lightning I was studying. <laughs> possibly, brother. Possibly. And lastly, Kevin Rollins was the lead singer and founding member of which group? The Rollins Band? No. Black they were Flag? They were in... 80s group that had one song in particular that was big. No. It was a woman's name. Jenny? 86753. Blondie? Her name was Eileen. Come Come on, Eileen. Eileen, Which would have been... Nobody knows. (sighs) Is it that song? Yes, it is. my playlist, too. Pretty Politi? You guys don't know Uh, the name of of the group that sang Come on, Eileen. Uh... Their initials, DMR. No. Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. DMR. DMR. <laughs> Dexy's Midnight Runnels. Monkey <laughs> Rinks. Dexy's Midnight Runners. Uh, is the oh, that's basically what I said. Yeah, you were close. Yeah. You were close. Just like Craig was close with the orangutan answer, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Who invented? Man. <laughs> But remember, Jennifer, to his to his defense, he did spend the entire weekend studying. Apparently, studying lightning. Apparently, studying lightning. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think an orangutan like took the first artificial heart, though. I mean, I was it was kind of in the Bar- same... Barney Clark, but it, but it probably probably didn't invent it. Probably he, not. It probably wasn't like Yo Doc, put this in me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty say. sure Barney Clark was the first human being to have a artificial heart. Barney Clark, the I th- dinosaur? I think so. Barney Clark, Barney the Clark. dinosaur. Uh, Barney Barney always makes me think of How I Met Your Mother now. Oh. It's just like it's, it's between that and the dinosaur. But, well, okay, so my, the first thing I think of when I hear the name Barney is I think of Barney Fife from Andy old, Griffith. Right? Um <laughs> Right, we're it, it, it is. Don't feel bad. I was right there with you. Right, it, it does. I, I am old. Jennifer thinks about how I met your mother. I think about the Flintstones or Barney the dinosaur. And I, I think I grew of, up watching that. I, I think of the Flintstones. Right, exactly. All right. So without further ado, not Jennifer, that dinosaur. I know like, not. <laughs> I know. I know the purple one. Yeah, with yeah, baby, all the friends with baby Bop. Yes. 
There you go. Mm. All right, Jennifer, let's run down the weather forecast. Uh, we, we came through a couple of hot days last week, and now it looks like mm-hmm. we're setting ourselves up for some fairly decent weather this last week of June. Yeah, you know what? It's overall really not too bad. We'll get a little bit warmer here uh, by middle and the week and Thursday and then cool back down. So overall, it's actually not too bad. Today is going to be our coolest day, though. Sunny skies, highs into the mid-70s. We should be around about the low 80s, so just slightly below average. Tonight, mostly clear, low near 55. Tuesday, a chance for showers and storms in the afternoon hours. Uh, Increasing clouds, high around about 80 degrees. 81 here Wednesday, mostly sunny. Thursday, a slight chance for rain in the afternoon. Blend of clouds and sunshine develops, high of 88 degrees. A better chance for rain in the evening hours. Then on Friday, cooling back down, but it's going to be more of an average day. Slight chance for rain, partial sunshine, high around 81. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki. This is five random facts. Let's spin the random wheel of topics. Yeah, he's just saying random words. On the 95X Morning Show. Here we go with five random facts. Random fact number one, a question for you, Brainiacs. The name of the tech company, Cisco, where did they get their name from? From San Francisco? Yes! From what? They got it from San Francisco. I was going to say Crisco. A lot of people people think it's an acronym, but it's not. They were just lazy. They took the word San Francisco and removed the San Fran, and they were stuck with Cisco. <laughs> oh, my brain filled in the like filled in the rest of it, and I thought you said, "Where does San Fran- Where did San Francisco get its name?" <laughs> oh. And then the answer was from San Francisco, and I was like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> Random fact number two. Another question for you. Um, you guys remember the movie Forrest Gump? Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and and the great and the great character Bubba. Well, uh, McAlenny Williamson was the guy that got the job, but who auditioned for it? I'll give you a hint. We've mentioned him already on this morning show in the last 10 minutes. The orangutan? (laughs) (laughs) No. No. No, not not that. Uh, The, uh, what was it, Jay-Z or? Kevin Rowland? Nope. Kevin Rowland, not Jay-Z. All good guesses. Keep going. Mikhail Gorbachev? No. <laughs> Tupac. Tupac is the correct answer. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Wow. Really? Tupac auditioned for the role of Bubba in Forrest Gump. That would have been a whole oh. different movie at that Was point. Was he Tupac at that time? Like, Man. Well-known? I don't, I don't know. That I mean, would have been crazy. Making splashes. Yeah. Uh, random fact number three. There hasn't been a photograph of the Supreme Court in session since 1937. They've had a ban on cameras in the courtroom since then. Mm. There's uh, hard to get them on a good side right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's uh, there's some people that obviously like them right now, but there's probably more mm. people that don't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, random fact number four: About six percent of couples who get divorced wind up remarrying each other. I've known a couple. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Huh. I always tell the story of my friend Steve, growing up. Steve's parents uh, didn't get divorced because I think from a religious standpoint, they didn't believe in divorce, but they were as separated as two people could be. They st- they lived in the same house together, had different rooms, had different schedules, and basically had a big chalkboard that they wrote each other notes like out of milk or grass needs to be cut or whatever. Never like hardly ever communicated. 
Steve moves away. He's the youngest of three kids, right? I think it was three kids. He moves away. What's going to happen between his parents, right? All right. All of a sudden, they're back together. Wow. So for hmm. once, the kid really was the problem. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but all of a sudden, somehow, they came back together. Kind of weird. That was one of the weirder things I remember seeing. Uh, and lastly, the chess term checkmate comes from the Arabic phrase shamat, which means the king is left helpless. Mm-hmm. There you go. I like it. For you chess players out there. Jennifer, go out there, make it a great day, and do me a favor. Stay away from mashed potatoes, for crying out loud. I think I can do that for you. All right. Thank you, Jennifer. That is (laughs) a look at weather this morning. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming, Wisconsin, Dell Studio, this is today's best music. 95. Let's head back over to the Daily Dodge News Center for this local news update. Our local news update brought to you by Hometown Glass and Improvement, Highway 33, just east of Beaver Dam. Now, here's the News Ninja with Look at News. A Wapan man was seriously injured in a motorcycle crash yesterday afternoon in the township of Wapan. The 21-year-old biker was heading northbound on Highway M near Amity Road around 4 p.m. when he lost control and entered a ditch. The motorcycle overturned multiple times, ejecting the driver. He was transported to the hospital in Nina by helicopter. Authorities say he was wearing a helmet. Strong winds and a lack of experience operating a bike are believed to be factors in the crash. Cash bond was set at $5,000 for a Mayville man accused of repeatedly assaulting a minor. The 10-year-old victim allegedly said Nicholas Salerski made her touch him inappropriately on numerous occasions between May and June. When questioned, Salerski at first denied anything had happened, but reportedly admitted later that the touches were accidental. If convicted, the 32-year-old faces 60 years in prison. A preliminary hearing is scheduled for June 30th. And the Beaverdam Police Department say they continue to struggle finding people interested in pursuing a career in law enforcement. Lieutenant Jeremiah Johnson says it's not just a local issue, but agencies across the country are having similar difficulties. He says in the past, young cadets would often go through the police academy first before applying for jobs, but now they often expect police departments to sponsor them through the program. Johnson says they routinely send people through the academy when just five years ago it was unheard of. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. And today's news was brought to you by Hometown Glass and Improvement, Highway 33 east of Beaver Dam. Uh, swing on by, and of course, they will give you a, a free estimate uh, for whatever home improvement project you're looking to do. Hey, Ho-Chunk Wisconsin Dells reminds you that, boy, this past Friday night was a big one because they gave away that Chevy Silverado pickup truck. But there's more great promotions coming up. In fact, rumor has it that we may be giving away some Ashanti tickets here on the radio. That's what the rumor has it. So uh, stay tuned, folks. And if you want to find out about all the great promotions that are going on at Ho-Chunk Wisconsin Dells, you can check them out on their Facebook page or on the World Wide Web. Ho-Chunk Wisconsin Dells. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dells studio. Time for today's day in history. We are making history here, people. We're making history. You are on the wrong side of history, my friend. You guys ready to make history? On the 95X Morning Show. All right, Thomas, are you ready? I am ready, sir. Let's do it. As we start uh, trickling down the days in June, Mm. here is the 27th... 
Joseph Smith Jr., founder of the Mormons, and his brother Hiram Smith were both murdered by a mob at the Carthage, Illinois jail in 1844. Wow, really? Yeah. That kind of sounds like Dahmer and Jesse Anderson. What? Well, see, okay, so Jeffrey Dahmer and Jesse Anderson were in Portage together, and that's good old Scarver got that dumbbell piece and bludgeoned them to death. You know, I just, someone was talking about that yesterday. It's funny, but this is the second day in a row I've heard that story. Are you serious? There's another part of that story involving a barbell that I'm not going to share, but... Oh, so it wasn't a dumbbell? No, there was a dumbbell, but there was also a barbell involved. Oh, boy. Not in the way that you're thinking. Oh. Uh, the first solo navigation of the globe was completed by, or solo circumnavigation of the globe was completed by Joshua Skolm from Briar Island, Nova Scotia in 1898. That's cool. Elvis Presley filmed his comeback special in 1968. I'm hearing great things about that movie. Elvis movie. I am, too. Everywhere I go, I'm just hearing incredible things. Uh, and finally, U.S. Route 66 was officially removed from the U.S. highway system in 1985. That's too bad. I wonder why they did that. Well, because Route 66 was a kind of a, I don't want to say like a two-lane road, but it really wasn't a main highway. Oh. You know, it was... So it had name recognition, but it was just too small. Right. I mean, they... And along the... I think over the years, parts of the roadway started getting replaced by, like, other regular highways. I remember we... I remember taking Route 66 when we went to Arizona. I was... This was, like, 1969, 1970, somewhere around... Yeah, 69, I think it was. And I remember um, being on, on Route 66. It took us... Down through Illinois into Missouri because we went through the Ozarks. Yeah, across across Oklahoma, and then just nipped a part of Texas, and then through New Mexico and Albuquerque into Flagstaff, and then down into into Phoenix. Huh. I still remember it because I re- I still remember parts of the trip. I just remember how pretty the Ozark Mountains were. So the road still technically exists, though, right? I think it is. You know, okay, so uh, 151. Yeah. Now, when my wife and I first started dating, there was no four-lane road called 151. It was a two-lane road. I think it went through Columbus at that time. Okay, so here's something from How Stuff Works. Uh, it no longer exists on modern maps. In some places, the physical road is unpaved and virtually impassable. However, you can follow some of the original road in your car in many states as it parallels the interstate highway. Okay, so so yeah, so the of. old so the old 66 parts of it you're saying are still around. Parts are yeah, and parts are impassable, but yeah. So I mean, I wonder what that means. Impassable? Did they just did they tear it up? Or just give up on it? Right. Yeah, that's crazy. Huh. Let's move to celebrity birthdays. Uh, Chandler Riggs, he was Carl on The Walking Dead, is 23 today. Ray's daughter, Allie, and everybody loves Raymond. Madeline Sweeten is uh, 31. She had uh, she and her twin brothers were on the show. Matthew Lewis, Neville Longbottom in the Harry Potter movies. Oh. 33 today. 
There's actually a lot of great, uh, like Drake Bell is 36 today. He's disgraced. But Chloe uh, Kardashian is 38. Courtney Ford. She was Noah Dark on DC's Legend of Tomorrow is 44. Toby Maguire is 47. Joe Super Nanny Frost is 51. I remember her. I remember her, the Super Nanny, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was fun for maybe like two years. And the shtick got kind of old. Right. J.J. Uh, Abrams, brilliant creator of Alias and the Lost and director, 56. Uh, Julia Duffy, Stephanie Newert. Yep. Is uh, 71. Ross Perot, born today in 1930. And Helen Keller in 1880. And today is National PTSD Awareness Day, Ice Cream Cake Day, and National Bingo Day. Okay, of all those, I think I'm going to celebrate National Ice Cream Cake Day. Oh, by far. Yeah. yeah. That actually sounds pretty tasty. And that is... Oh, Craig is back. He is, he's running around like a chicken with his head cut off this morning. Sorry about that, Craig. Oh, well, no got, worries. You kind of got uh, thrust into the situation, but you jumped up and were able to persevere, weren't you? We got it. Yeah. We got it. The oh, pickup for the radio thing. Way to go. Getting underway. Right. All right. Today is all pickup day. It's going to be a, st- a steady stream of people. I remember back, Thomas, do you remember uh, back a couple of years ago when we were closed during the pandemic? Mm-hmm. And uh, we had the tables set up in the front lobby. Do you remember that? Yes. With like all the items and everything, right. like yeah, that was right. a pretty crazy day. We had uh, we had specific pickup hours that people could come in, and I just remember right. getting here, you know, three thirty in the morning to get everything all set up, so that at uh, seven o'clock or whatever it was, people could start coming in to pick up their items. That was kind of fun. That was pretty cool. That was kind of fun. Got through her. Got through her somehow. We got through her. All right, we're gonna wrap things up with our kicking it classic. Our final kicking it classic of the morning is straight ahead. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. Fleet Farm is your automotive headquarters. Stop in and find everything you need to keep your vehicles running smoothly. From fluids to batteries, filters, parts, and more. Right now, when you buy three select Cooper tires, you get the fourth free. Plus, get up to $70 back after rebate. And don't forget, you can get four cents off each gallon.